Welcome to the Last Ones In podcast. I'm sort of the host, E, joined by Robbie. Hi. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, just, just, just the two of us again. Uh, Dry basically just needed a little bit of a quiet day after his vacation. He's technically back now, but just, just barely. You- you don't you don't have to sugarcoat it, Robbie. Dry saw we were watching anime and refused to be on this episode. Yeah, that that's also dry very much. Was, uh, like, it's better than the joke I was gonna make as like he just flew in and boy are his arms tired. Lord. Um so yeah, uh this week we watched Lou Over the Wall. Yeah, which, which it was kind of like a last-minute choice on our end because we were trying to figure out what we should do exactly today. But yeah, uh, it was kind it, of last-minute. I've been meaning to watch this for a while, though. Yeah, a good excuse to like just sit down and watch a movie that's been on the backlog. Yeah, uh, and if anyone listening wants to watch it uh, before the podcast and all that, it's available on Netflix until March seventeenth, twenty twenty-three. Uh, so, so for get like on the ne- that. <laughs> Yeah, like once this episode comes out, I'm guessing it's going to be out for like a week or two longer. Yeah, uh, it does say you can get it YouTube, Google Play, Vudu for one ninety nine or two ninety nine. So you got those. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's going to be on any other streaming service for a while though. I'm guessing it didn't do too incredibly well then. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. But uh, so that's. That's where you can watch it. Um, I have not seen this movie, and Robbie... Yeah, this is my first time seeing it, too. I'd never heard of it, even, until you suggested it for this episode. Yeah, so I... Uh, I, I like, had it in my watch list for a bit, because it just seemed kind of neat, and then I saw that it was going to be taken off Netflix really soon, so I made sure that I watched it before it was. I mean, but, good uh, on you. Like, but like yeah. you said, it's just one of those, like, I guess that's one thing about streaming services now, how they just, like, periodically add new things and then take other things off as they're adding new things on there, is it kind of tells you to get your ass in gear to watch this episode or that episode for whatever reason. Yeah, but, so yeah, this is, a uh, we haven't done this for a while, actually, where just none of us have seen the movie. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the last time we did do it. I want to say it was The Hunt, but... Maybe. I mean, like, we have the goes to the movies, I guess, but even those, it's been a while since one of those, I think. Yeah, I think the last time we did the goes to the movies was whenever we did Men. And then even then, didn't, I think Jariah saw it before. He just took you guys back to... He just watched <laughs> yeah, it for another time. Yeah, that's also true. I guess then it would actually be Top Gear Maverick. Oh, Not yeah. Top Gear, Top Gun, sorry. <laughs> top Gun, Top Gear Maverick. That's a very different thing. Very, very different. We probably would have enjoyed Top Gear Maverick more than we enjoyed Top Gun Maverick. Go listen to that episode if you want our opinion on Top Gun oh, in just in general. I, I refused. I refused to be on that. I did not want to watch Top Gun. No, that's fair. That, that was my least favorite movie I ever watched that year. <laughs> or uh, Wait, maybe it wasn't? I don't remember, actually, but it was in my bottom three. Yeah, I think it was. I think the first Top Gun was in all of our bottom three. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so yeah, uh, we did a movie none of us have seen. Uh, so gonna get all the info out of the way. This movie's rated PG. 
I, I don't have any real reasons why it was rated PG, but it sure was. Uh, it came out in 2017. And, <laughs> and uh, I don't have a back of the box, so here's the Netflix description. Cause, yeah, that's all we really have for this time around. Yeah. Uh, middle schooler Kai's depressing life in a boring fishing village changes drastically when a local mermaid named Lou joins his band. Which I, is, I, I guess it's a good summary for, like, the first like, 30 I, minutes of this movie. Yeah, it's a good summary if you stopped watching the movie after a quarter of it. Right. <laughs> so much, that, like, is very, like, not, I think that would give you a really weird impression of what this movie's actually about. Yeah, this movie, it does, it does a really good job with, like, subtext and subtones of just, like, what's actually happening. And there's always, like, a little subtle... I want to say, like, story that's being told over the main story. Yeah, it's it's one of those movies where it's just kind of a lot of stuff happens. Yeah. Um, more than. I guess, well, uh, without even getting into spoilers, I want to say, like, one thing this movie does suffer from is it's trying to tell a lot in the two-hour time span that this movie is. Yeah. I guess uh, we'll get in... Let's get into, like, just not our basic thoughts i'll go first um this movie kind of feels like summer wars meets ponyo and yeah a little bit in some ways to its benefit but in some ways to its deficit uh the summer wars is definitely like how breakneck speed it goes and how hard it is to follow what's happening sometimes uh so it's it's definitely still fun though i think like a lot of these, like Summer Wars, it's just like a fun little watch that I don't think I'll ever go out of my way to watch it again. But I enjoyed going through it, and um, I watched the second half with my roommate, and we were just laughing our ass off at what the hell was even going on anymore. <laughs> so, it's got that going for it. Uh, it it's like, it's just really fun. Uh, the vi- the uh animation and art is amazing as per usual with a lot of these random movies i find like this um yeah it's 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 really breakneck speed and like kind of all over the place the art and animation is really good uh it's a kind of a weird thing to really like be like oh this was amazing but the like the lighting through the water was done extremely well and it's a funny thing like know about a movie but like it, it i mean for what the movie is about it makes sense that they took a lot of effort into something like that right yeah because lighting and well water do play huge roles in this movie Hmm. which i guess that'll i that's probably basically what i'll say it's like fun but like story-wise it's such a kind of a mess uh what about you robbie so I do kind of agree on the story side of it. Uh, I I want to say, like, things do happen at breakneck speed. It feels like they were trying to fit, like, four or five episodes worth of an anime into a movie for this when it came to storyline-wise. Um, yeah, it's one of those, like, it kind of starts out slow, but then once it picks up pace, it, like, just keeps on going faster and faster and faster with, like, the story it's trying to tell. And, like, all these other little things. Uh, the animation is interesting like in a weird way it kind of reminds you of a child's drawing but like in a good way 
and uh because like i want to say like in a world where like there's a lot of digital art a lot of this does feel like hand drawn and like the way that it's hand drawn sometimes like proportions are like really all over the place and it's kind of very wobbly and like in a way that like 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 i said like a child's drawing almost but in a way that like helps out the movie almost like professionally amateur yes i think it's almost a way to put it where like it it feels like something anyone could have drawn but like there's still so much care put into it that it definitely like isn't something anyone can draw actually i almost forgot to mention this movie makes a like uses a lot of different art styles randomly yeah it does that are really cool yeah like i want to say another good example is like because like a lot of the characterization of it is almost like a kid's drawing sometimes when it can't comes to more of the uh mystical creatures in this movie but like almost uses an art style that almost reminds me of fully coolie in a way when it comes to like the actual human characters in this with almost like a water yeah. painting for the uh, environment around them and it yeah that's just fair yeah it i don't know there's like a lot of things being mixed together with the art animation of this movie that is done really well and like you can tell it's purposefully done too but it makes it almost disorienting at times so like there's a lot of things that are really really cool about this movie but there's a lot of things that are also to its detriment like you said but if anything we'll probably get into it here in a minute actually so i i, I looked up some trivia something i want to bring up now because it's kind of funny to think about apparently this movie was made in flash really yeah which is honestly extremely impressive <laughs> it's impressive and like, also strange considering like i guess this was actually right before the internet decided to kill flash yeah this was 2017 so it was probably in production you know like 2015 or something maybe right. even earlier so because uh, <laughs> this does yeah, have like a hand-drawn like the... touch to it too yeah i mean it, it always goes to like it's it's about the artist not the tool for the most part in regards right. to a lot of that stuff people have always been pushing flash to a lot of its limits but yeah so uh i guess that's that's the basic thoughts and everything out of the way again watch the movie if you want uh, if you're listening to this when this episode's new, rush to Netflix if you need to watch, if you want to watch it. Yeah, otherwise it's going to be kind of, you'll have to find it in other interesting ways or just, you know, pay out of pocket to rent it. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's attempt to talk about this movie. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll do our best. Uh, so off the bat, uh you just like you follow the main character kai. i don't know his name oh yeah kai uh and his two kind of friends yuho and uh kunta i think was the other kid um, pulling up the cast right now for this reason yeah kunio is the other kid um also this is like a silly thing to bring up but i think it's kind of cute uh, like it starts with uh like on a YouTube video basically, and uh two comments are like, "Hey, it's you from school, right?" And then uh, something I think is just kind of cute is Yuho's screen name is UFO, which in Japan is often like pronounced like UFO. Oh, so, so it's it's a play on her name cute. then. Yeah, I think it's like a play on her name, which is kind of fun. Okay. Uh. But yeah, so like they're like, hey, 
you're you're good at music. You should be in our band. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like just kind of ignoring them. Yeah. You could tell like it's it's a it's a, like a one-sided friendship basically going here. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I think it's I don't know, like cuz these are middle schoolers that we're following in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I know that like when especially it's one of those things like hey like you have the same kind of hobby that I have let's be friends like it's just kind of that feeling but yeah, that's it is very of... one-sided like you said like Kai is just kind of almost in this depressive state this entire time and just like yeah I just want to be left alone yeah you you learn he was he's from Tokyo and is now living in like a podunk town th- this small fishing village yeah so like he i mean pardon the pun it's like a fish out of water story at the start here yeah uh so yeah they're like ah being the man he's like i don't know and they're like but what if you just like come by and uh and like play and he's like i guess so jeez yeah well they (laughs) tell him that uh they're gonna be recording i think it's uh, like on on the other side of the shadow wall mermaid murph merfolk rock yeah, or something. which is on the other side of I want to say they call it Shadow Rock or the Shadow Wall. Yeah, I think it's yeah one of those basically. Yeah, and they say that, and he's like, "All right, sure, I guess so." Like just to see what's on the other side of that wall. Uh huh. So it's like it's basically just a concert hall made of rocks. Yep. <laughs> it almost reminds and... you of like those old, um, almost like those old Roman theaters wherever like they had a uh it was built on the side of a cliff and they just like made basically seats for people to go and sit down and like watch somebody you know either do like a little one-man show or have an announcement or music or whatever they were doing for there mm-hmm. uh so they do their practice they're going through and then after they're done kai's like damn you ho you sure aren't doing good <laughs> Which starts critiquing her music like, oh yeah, like either either your singing suffers or your playing suffers because you can't do both at the same time. Which, to be fair, singing and playing an instrument at the same time is kind of hard. It is like I I do that, and there's a reason I focused on doing that rather than learning like lead. Right, like it's kind of really hard to do both. Yeah, because um, I'm the same way. Like I can play and sing, but it's only very simple songs. Like. Once you get past a certain amount of difficulty, like it almost becomes impossible to do both at the same time. Yeah. So it's fair, but also these are middle schoolers anyway. Right. <laughs> uh, but he's so not giving like, her the benefit of the doubt, and she's angry that he's not giving her the benefit of the doubt, so she just leaves. Yeah. And then Cunio's like, damn, that's kind of fucked up, Kai. <laughs> and then Kai's like, whatever. And they just start jamming again. But then they like, there's a voice coming from somewhere and Kai checks it out and then just it's a mermaid. Yeah. He found one. <laughs> we already found it. Which I, I guess one thing we should say too is that they decided to name their band the Sirens. Or like Yeah. It kind of sounds like Sirens. Like it's a play on words for Siren. But Yeah, uh, it's basically Siren. Yeah. But anyways, uh, like yeah, like they start playing and like the thing is is um not Kai, but the other guy. Cunio? Yeah, Cunio uh, starts, like, really getting into the singing that they're hearing, and he thinks it's just coming from his laptop and, like, starts playing to it and dancing and really getting into it whenever he sees this mermaid. And then... Oh, no, no, that was Kai. Cunio's the darker one. Yeah, he's the one who's, like, singing and dancing. Like, well, 
because Kai is kind of doing it too, but like, yeah, he like he's like really playing his guitar and like really getting into it and like dancing around the stage and everything. Oh, sorry, I got confused because immediately Kai goes to check out where the song's coming from, and then also starts just busting a move. Right, and then <laughs> you have this very cartoonish anime opening at this point where they're just doing the yeah. credits. It really feels like when you said it feels like a bunch of episodes from a show. It like it kind of just does. It feels like they just combined five episodes of an anime. They yeah. Didn't make. <laughs> <laughs> like just uh, desperately so, trying to tell the story within the time limit that they're given for this. Yeah. Then they basically leave. Uh, by the way, they took a boat to get to this place. As they're going back, there's illegal poaching. Of yeah, clams happening. They, yeah, they see some guys on the other side of the wall at nighttime, legally po- poaching clams. Uh, they see each other. The guys stop them. Like, hey, did you guys see us? And like, uh, maybe getting like this kind of scuffle when yeah, all throws of... Kai's phone off of the. Off well, of he the smacks boat. it away with a trident. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Kai's honestly lucky he didn't lose a hand. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Also, then, you like, have magic... adults that are just like basically trying to like get these kids to be eighth graders to be silent by like threatening them with a fucking trident yeah like it's it's really hard to like remember sometimes for me because like they're not drawn like eighth graders they're drawn like right a high schooler and well but, like these are like 12 year old kids exactly <laughs> but i was gonna say like it's something i had to keep reminding myself too because it is very much adults that are doing the voices for these kids too but yeah, that that's like that's a anime thing. Well, actually, it happens in uh, cart normal cartoons. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, that's true too. Let me but... let me take that. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> it happens in Western cartoons too. Right. Uh. So yeah, they're like doing that, but then magic water cubes happen. <laughs> yeah, like a magic water cube just like takes the two guys and basically tosses them to the side. Uh. Then they go home and they're like, "All right, guys, we." We're, we gotta keep it a secret because my dad's the a priest yeah because his dad's a priest and he's supposed to be learning to be a priest and he can't be a musician if you're a priest especially yeah, in this little small town yeah that's Kunio, and then kai's like oh yeah my grandpa says don't go near the water and also don't ever learn music <laughs> and then lou's just like yeah i do what i want yeah oh yeah Which, uh so the, they all go back to the homes uh, awkward confrontation, I guess, with the with the the dad and the grandpa of Kai. Yeah, because it was around this time that like Kai comes over and or comes back home, and his grandpa's like, "Where were you?" And he's like, "Oh, just with friends." And he's like, "All right, whatever." By the way, have you ever seen a mermaid? <laughs> well, he doesn't ask grandpa. that. Like, uh, isn't this the time that he asks him, like, "Why do you make parasails?" Or why do you make umbrellas? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like all tied into the same conversation but yeah the graph was like i you know you can forget a lunch but you can't forget your umbrella which is a saying apparently i don't know in this small town that no one else knows about but (laughs) but watch that just be an actual japanese saying we don't know it might be i don't know but yeah he says like you may be maybe able to forget your lunch but you can't forget your umbrella besides like i'm too old to be a fisherman now so i need to do this to make ends meet so it's just kind of like well, he's he's not even too old to be a fisherman. I think it's implied he just doesn't 
uh, go near water anymore. Right. Well, it hasn't been implied yet, but later on it does imply that he just doesn't want to go around the water anymore. But that's what his excuses to his grandson is that he's too old to be a fisherman now, so he just makes umbrellas. Yeah. Uh, they go to dinner, then Kai goes like upstairs and is jamming out, and then the, the mermaid just comes by already. <laughs> yeah. Gets another cube of water and like basically... The first thought that came to mind is, like, this mermaid is trying to drown him because she, like, floods the entire upstairs. Yeah. Just floods the upstairs. Kai barely lives by going into his basement. And then... Which, this is, like, the room above their garage, which, like, their garage, uh... Like, I guess they don't have a a car, but they have, like, a boat rental thing. And this is, like, the garage for their boats. I mean, I think... In this town, you basically just kind of need to have a boat. Yeah. Or know someone with a boat. <laughs> and I guess they're the people that you know with a boat. It's it's kind of like around here. Yeah. How you, if you're going to move, you need to have a friend with a truck. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but then the uh, the hot mixtape starts playing. <laughs> and uh, the mermaid starts jamming out. And then as she jams out, she grows legs. Yeah, and then he hits pause, and then it turns back into a fin, and then hits play, and they turn back into legs. And yeah. like the mermaid is about to sing, but he shuts her up because he doesn't want the grandpa to hear. Yeah, because apparently the grandpa can't hear the stereo, nor can he hear the fact that the upstairs of his garage it's is flooding. <laughs> but he can hear just this this one mermaid that's singing. Which yeah. I, I also, thought that was kind of funny. The light went out. Right. <laughs> like, like all the electricity d- got fried by being underwater. You know, so it was just destroyed. Uh, we learned the mermaid's name is you, uh, Lou. Lou sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Close. No, you, the listener. You are the mermaid the whole time. <laughs> this movie's pointing the finger at you, like you're the mermaid this entire time. <laughs> you be the mermaid. <laughs> Uh, and it's like, uh oh, do mermaids eat people? And Lou's like, nope. So everything's good. It's like, so you're not gonna try to eat me? Nope. Okay. And just gives gives uh, Kai his phone back and leaves. <laughs> That's basically it. And then goes upstairs and realizes that everything up there is ruined because, like, it was almost like a hoarder space because there's like a whole bunch of magazines and stuff in bags, and then just like his stereo his laptop and a mixer up there yeah they kind of brush over the fact that all of his belongings were just destroyed right <laughs> i mean he's from tokyo apparently he can just afford to buy another mixer willy-nilly in this yeah, tiny as, little as, town as we know tokyo uh land of the rich <laughs> i mean kind of you kind of have to be doing well in order to live there you don't have to be doing well. <laughs> you don't you have to, but if you want to live comfortably, you got to be doing well. Yeah, you could live in a one-by-one box. <laughs> oh, man. As one does uh, in the city. After, so it's the next day, and Kai's immediately, like, has a 180 on his personality. He's now extremely happy because he saw a mermaid. Basically, ends up telling his friends, like, hey, like, let's do some more music recording stuff, and, like, so Grandpa goes and checks upstairs and realizes like all the magazines and books that he has up there are just open and on the floor trying to dry out. And he's just like, what the hell happened up here? Damn it again. <laughs> he wet Damn, the bed. upstairs floating. All right, upstairs flooding. <laughs> I mean, upstairs floating too. That is yeah, also that correct. <laughs> but yeah, like Kai uh, is a 180, like you said. Uh, tells his 
bandmates that he wants to go uh, recording with them again goes back to the same place, the Mer Rock, Mermaid Rock, Merfolk Rock, Merfolk Rock. <laughs> thank you. Um, that's a, that's a band name. Actually, that's like a pretty dope band name, honestly. Might be a genre of music, Merfolk Rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's hard rock but the band leader is just chugging water the whole time <laughs> i mean to be fair like there's an entire song like, there's a band that got like uh musical equipment to just record stuff underwater so there's like an, a song where all the instrumentals and all the vocals are underwater so if i remember right that was one of the most expensive songs ever made i could see that because of that fact i i might be forgetting <laughs> it's one of those things electricity and water don't really mix so you have to do some mm-hmm. expensive things to make electrical not kill you all underwater so like other than like the water like causing damage to the instrument itself do you think you could play an acoustic guitar underwater technically i think so um like do, would it would it like even make a sound it would, but I think you'd have to have one of those fancy underwater microphones in order to hear anything that's happening from it. But mm-hmm. like, plus, like there would be the resistance because, like, you know, air resistance is a lot less than water resistance. Whenever you have the vibrations right. of the strings, like it'll pick up something, but it'll probably sound muted. Like that—that'd be my guess, at least. New, new advanced technique to palm mute. <laughs> Just play, play underwater. underwater and possibly ruin your instrument. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, but, uh, yeah, they go to yeah, so, Merfolk Rock and uh, start playing again, and that's whenever Lou shows up again. Like, hey guys, check it out! I met a mermaid last night. This is Lou, and like Lou, this is uh, gotta look up their names uh, again. You, Yuhol and Cunio. Uh, I also, yeah, they're like, what the heck, a mermaid? Yeah, like they're completely <laughs> freaking out about it. Not, I wouldn't even say freaking out. They're just like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> they do get over <laughs> pretty also- quickly. Yeah, they're kind of scared, but it's all it's like similar to the cowards. It's like, ah, she doesn't eat people. Okay. <laughs> all right, we're fine. That's we're good. fine. Yeah. Uh but like yeah. Uh um, the the main thing is uh mermaids are also in fact sirens apparently and like enchant you with the song. Yeah, cuz that's what a lot of the people like there's all the legends of mer- uh you know the merfolk being sirens and like calling out people to their death and eating them and uh, that's why on the other side of the Shadow Rock, there's like a whole bunch of ships that were sunk is because they're saying that merfolk had uh, caused a bunch of sailors to like go out to their death, which is honestly just an old seafaring tale. Like that's something that sailors yeah. used to say is that like, you know, you hear the call of the siren and that means that she's they're trying to call you to your death. So you have to ignore the call like tale as old as time or, you know, 14th, the actual 15th answer century was probably just a probably just a form of cabin fever. Probably. <laughs> probably just gone insane from being on a boat so long <laughs> got the sea uh, sickness <laughs> yeah well that's a very different thing that's when you're just puking because you're <laughs> on a boat <laughs> yeah there's that and then there's scurvy from not getting enough vitamin c because you're yeah. just eating fish all day long and getting nothing or literally nothing else and then there's all, <laughs> all symptoms of sirens you know yeah i i think the sirens <laughs> has to go from the fact of like you know men who had sexual appetites that were out at sea for months at a time and like really wanted the company of a woman and then ended up like probably looking at some of the fish and like imagining there were women lord i don't want to think about this much longer (laughs) uh so yeah mermaid (laughs) magic 
Uh, doesn't use it to kill people, just uses it to fucking jam out, you know? Yeah, because that's one thing apparently that this movie is saying is that sirens aren't bad people. They just really like to jam out and get into the music, get into the groove of things. Make people jam out against their will, though, which is frankly, how how terrible. (laughs) They still are monsters. How dare they make you have a good time? And well, that's one thing that they were talking about while they're at the Merp. Merfolk Rock. This is going to take me a while to get the names down for everything. I know. It, it might not even be Merfolk Rock. Just call it something rock and we'll probably be fine. So they're jamming out at the Lobster Rock. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a lo- rock, rock, just a rock. It was a rock, rock lobster. <laughs> but anyways, uh, they're about to have a festival at town and like, hey, we can play in our band and Lou can join in for the, uh, for the band and like, yeah, that seems like it's a bad idea considering everybody's, like, dislike Hates of mermaids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Kai's like, I don't know. And they're like, it'll be fine. And Kai's like, I have an idea. And the idea is to put her in a cooler. Yeah, just put her in a cooler, put a microwave in the cooler, and then just, like, have her sing while they start jamming out. Which, sure? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess, actually, is it before this when it's just, like, the fun little time when it's Kai just showing you around no it happens after this because I think it's the, uh, it's okay. after this like they all go home talking about how they're gonna play at the festival and then like he ends up gen- like I guess it does like this really quick thing in school about talking about how a lot of people tried leaving for Tokyo and then couldn't be successful there so they came back to the village and so <laughs> yeah, this is just your life now go with their, they specifically go with like there's a zero success rate of people leaving so that's why everybody keeps on coming back except for the really fact that they actually up. they talk about Kai and how his mom became a successful dancer in Tokyo and that's why he used to live yeah. in Tokyo but why she stayed even though he came back and like but anyways like well, they basically his, use the that whole stayed, thing not her yeah but um they basically have that to say, like, oh, yeah, you guys are going on your summer break or something. But, uh, yeah, anyways, after they all go home, that's he starts to go home, and then Lou follows him home, and then he puts a basically just like a... A raincoat. Uh, yeah, a raincoat over her. And I almost call it a wet jacket for some reason. <laughs> that is <laughs> technically a raincoat. Yeah. I think raincoat's <laughs> the more proper way to put it, though. <laughs> I anyway. like wet jackets. Why don't we just start calling <laughs> yeah, them wet jackets? Gotta put my wet jacket on. It's raining outside. <laughs> uh, Anyways, I, I yeah, I mostly brought up because I actually really like this scene. I think it's yeah, really it, cute. it's a nice little somber scene for like the breakneck pace of this movie, wherever they're just kind of walking around town because yeah. like she's just super interested on like what's happening above the surface, and so yeah. he starts showing her around, and then like kind of realizes that like every single time a car passes by, she freaks out. So he's like, oh, like. She doesn't like the light for some reason. Yeah. And um, is it does that like oh, it, I just like it because it's like really it's like a really nice like brother brotherly bond that they have through here. Unfortunately, the anime disagrees with me on that. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's kind of up in the air on like what their relationship is exactly, whether it's like a like an older brother, little sister relationship or if it's romantic, it's kind of ambiguous. I'm going to say, if those are the two options you're giving out, you might be doing something weird with your writing. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but, like, uh, especially because, yeah. like, at the end of it, whenever they're uh, looking at the city lights up on a hill, uh, she 
points at two people who are making out on a table and is like, oh, yeah, they're just kissing. And she's like, what's kissing for, basically? And she's like, oh, it just shows that, like, they like each other. And then she just keeps on saying like, 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 like over and over again. Yeah. She's like, do you like me? And he's like, hey, look, there's dogs over there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then they go to a shelter. And he's like, yep, there's dogs. And she's like, can I eat the dogs? He's like, uh, don't eat the dogs. And then she's like, I have an idea. Well, he doesn't so tell her not. To, so what happens is he says that they're all strays because none of them have homes is what he tells her. Mm-hmm. And so she gets a bright ass idea to flood. All right. Yeah. Flood the entire orphanage. And then that's when he's like, it's no, don't eat them. It's, it's an orphanage for dogs. Or- it's a shelter. Shelter, orphanage, same thing. <laughs> Guess so, but like it seems so. My much naming schemes are just weird today. I don't know what it's an orphanage. Yeah, an orphanage for dogs. <laughs> yeah, she floods it, but then it turns out if she bites a dog or if she bites something, it becomes a merfolk. Yeah, so like mermaids are just werewolves in this. Then so here's something that because like are uh, vampires the maybe? Light, yeah, so with the light thing, they also like burn up in the sunlight, and you know. You know, that's not things that mermaids are normally attributed with. And I, I was looking at information, and this is going to immediately make a lot of the movie make more sense, Robbie. In the first draft of the scripts, Lou was supposed to be a vampire. Okay. <laughs> Which explains basically everything that's weird about what they say mermaids do. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. This That does put a big gap in there because that's what i was thinking it's like so merfolk are just basically vampires or werewolves or something in this but yeah she starts yeah. biting all the dogs while they're in this water cube and turning them all into mer dogs if you will yeah fish dog uh yeah then it ends it has the like uh so it's like the day of the so festival like doing all a the festival uh, in japan you do like these little lanterns uh paper lanterns that you let fly up to honor all the souls and stuff yeah and Uh, it's really quick with the subtitles but it seems like they're putting wishes on them yeah i think it's like something like that you make a wish uh to go to the i don't know uh but it's immediately interrupted when lou just puts on some like jazz samba Whatever kind of music she's playing, but... Yeah, you know, not music really for, like, people in mourning, you know? Yeah, like, this is very much like get up and dance kind of music, which everybody does at this point, get up and start dancing, seemingly against their will. And it's... uh, It's very whimsical with the type of dance that they're doing. It reminds you of, like, a 1930s, like... I want to say, like, Disney cartoon almost, where, like, their limbs almost feel like they're made out of rubber while they're moving around. I wanted it, I I feel like it's very like Popeye kind, kind of, of yeah. honest. It might just be cuz you know sea and like seafaring stuff but like it, it's like a it's very not anime. Let's right. put it that. Way. Um, it, it does the only thing very could, much feel yeah. more like western animation. So like it's just a big old jam. Uh Lou like goes out and starts dancing with an umbrella so she doesn't die from the sun. <laughs> And then, like, as she does that, when the music stops, uh, her legs become a tail again. (laughs) Yeah, because Kai accidentally, like, turns down the volume at one point in time, which, you know, just something that happens when you have your hand resting on something, eventually it's just going to relax and move. And that's basically what happens right there, which with that that split second that he stops playing the music and everyone stops dancing, people start taking pictures of the fact there's just a mermaid in the middle of the beach. Yeah. 
And I love this stupid line where it's like, is that CG? (laughs) (laughs) So stupid, but like, it's something, it's so realistic to what people say. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, is it CG? Like, is like, apparently the computer graphics can just pop out for people to see in real life in this world. So who am I to question it with everything else happening in this movie? (laughs) Yeah. It's not as insane as anything else, but yeah, they're they're like, Oh shit. So they they saw her. And so they'd stuff her back in the cooler and then steal a forklift. It seems like, or like a small, yeah, like a small truck or something thing. Yeah. And then like run it into a barrier. So that way, like, Oh no, we accidentally fell into the ocean. What a big accident we just had. (laughs) I think they did accidentally just fall in the ocean. I think they intended to stop, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, they just run into it and like, probably they just fall out. Oh, yeah, because like everybody's watching them. Like they can't just exactly dump out the cooler while everyone's watching them. So they just like crash it into yeah. a barrier. But uh, immediately, you know, uh, this movie does take place in modern times. Everyone had their phone and recorded right. this weird dancing mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Which ends up going viral on, I'm guessing it's YouTube or whatever their it's, equivalent it's to YouTube, YouTube is. It's either YouTube or ne- uh, it's probably YouTube due to the layout. Uh, the it the other thing that Japan uses a lot is Nico Nico Doga, but you can tell the difference because the thing about Nico Nico Doga is comments will be on the video itself, flying gotcha. through, like from right to left. Which is weird, and I don't know why that's how they decided to do it, but it is what it is. I mean, I guess so that way you can read the comments while you're watching the video, but that becomes super distracting, but... Uh, it also is an there. issue when a video is really popular. Yeah, because then all you just see is flying text. Talk. Yeah. Especially you when you're like, oh man, that part was really funny, did you guys notice that? It's like, well, no, because there's text all over the freaking place. Uh, man. Yeah, so like that goes viral, and then like... uh, uh Yuho's grandpa is like the mayor or just high up in the chain and her father's the CEO of the the town. Yeah. I'm guessing he's the CEO of like the major fishing exporter of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're like, Hey, you kids, that was just a mermaid. Uh, that'd be really cool for, uh, like, you know, tourists. And they're like, no, I can't help you. It was, it was a costume that broke. Yeah, like whenever we crashed the forklift and dropped in the water, it broke, and we can't make another one. Hmm. You know, in the way that whenever a kid tries lying to an adult, and you can clearly tell that they're lying. Yeah, but also at this time, uh, Kai's grandpa shows up as like mermaids are bad. They killed my mother. Yeah, which I did kind of like the little flashback that they had of it because like it's very. I love again, the art style. Yeah, it. Once again, feels almost like a painting that that come to life whenever he's remembering. Yeah. But it kind of shows of just like how you can't tell what's what in some scenes because like it's very minimalist with the way that's doing the painting. Yeah, and it kind of just makes me think of like you know whenever you're thinking of memories, how it's not an exact one to one ratio of it. You kind of have like a fuzzy picture of what really happened, so it kind of goes between like you know whenever he was a kid to whenever he's an old man and yeah. the. Changing of the art style for that was really cool. I like, like, I really liked how they did that part. Yeah, I assume if you can see stuff in your head, that probably is pretty indicative of memories. <laughs> but um, when I remember something, it is just audio, so I'll <laughs> just have to take your word for that. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, it kind of shows like you know his uh 
mom was in the boat and like he sees a bite mark on her leg and then she bursts into flames and just like falls out of the <laughs> <Yeah>. boat <laughs> which yeah, if you like, know yeah, anything about merfolk at this point in time you know that like she was basically bitten That's and turned into yeah and turned into a vampire merfolk <laughs> uh but yeah then like all right get the crazy old man out of here all right kids come on you know you, you know you want it you know we're gonna was, we're gonna open mermaid land <laughs> Was this also around the time that they introduced the old grandma, the one that's carrying a spear with her everywhere? Yeah. Well, like, grandma they bring her Octopus. up at the start. Yeah, at the start, because, like, she's just on the watchtower looking for mermaids, apparently. <laughs> but, like, she was like, yeah, they stole my husband. Ah. <laughs> but, yeah, they Which, kicked them out. I think we also forgot another big part of it, too, wherever uh, they go and they talk to the priest, and he asks about, like, the histories of mermaids in the town. Oh, and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, and, like, yeah. He ends up reading a passage about how a long time ago that they caught a mermaid and then they brought her up to dry land and then left her out in the suns and she ended up uh, burning up and then the water level just rose to the point or to uh-huh. however, however high up she was up on the hill, which was like, I guess, the highest hill up on the town and like completely flooded everything until she disappeared. Yeah, but they're protected by rocks. Yeah, but they're protected by the shadow rock now. Which makes yeah. it also, well, it, it makes it good for not, fishing now, too. I wouldn't say, it's not the Shadow Rock, they just have rock pillars, like, surrounding the the island. Right. <laughs> and that's that's what protects them, so if they all fall or something, uh, everything dies. <laughs> flooding again, I guess. Yeah. Well, flooding, and then, like, I think it just kind of shows, like, superstition on that end of, like, yeah. how they believe, like, if those that rock falls in, like, the universe implodes i guess yeah i mean it's like a folklore it's like a realistic folklore like it yeah it sounds like something that would be like an old tale from the towns from a long time ago uh we don't get that much in america obviously because most of our stuff's like 150 years old but you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i guess we kind of do we have the ancient indian burial ground well we have that those. but like I, I feel like most american folklore just like hey people died here so shit's haunted now yeah they're like hey there is a mothman over the hill <laughs> so if he talks to you th- something bad's about to happen yeah or hey there's bigfoot guy has big feet <laughs> also <laughs> he could possibly be the link between humans and apes could possibly not be uh also mm-hmm. like apparently he's just blurry in every single fo- photo that we ever take of him yeah it's crazy how even in a the age where we all have like 1080p photo f- cameras in our in our pocket uh still can't still can't get a good picture of him nope it's still always blurry that's part of the folklore is that every single time we take a picture of him it's just always blurry that'd be really that was, like if that was actually the folklore that'd be really funny <laughs> like it's just like I, I think it's more of a meme the... folklore at this point yeah but. <laughs> but like could you imagine like you take like a really scenic photo of like a landscape but like dead center that's just an extremely blurry big dude (laughs) (laughs) oh man but uh yeah so eventually the kids are convinced to like have the lou uh play in the band and the mermaid land opening yeah well it's because it's like oh we'll play and like oh try to get lou to play it's like well we'll try but i don't know if it's gonna work and so they open up merland and or mermaid land whatever they want to call it and they start like you know middle schoolers playing for a big crowd and then yeah. lou I does mean, a Ky- Kyrie, Kyrie refuses to play i guess is an important part yeah he's 
I think he tries to say that like he has to study or what it, like you know makes excuses for not wanting to go this time around. But um, yeah, I think this is also around the time that he starts ignoring Lou because like yeah, she keeps on like, trying to grab his like, attention and he's just like, no, go away. Yeah, because he's worried about them extorting her. I, I guess. Yeah, but more anyway, than he does. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, um, they end up playing at the Merland and. Uh, they end up realizing that apparently they weren't even playing the entire time that they had professional people playing for them instead. <laughs> Dressed up like the middle schoolers. Yeah, by the like, way. I thought it was kind of funny because with uh, Yoko, Yuho, Yuho, uh, she, yeah. uh, they had like the biggest burliest guy with facial hair, just wearing they have, a like, pink a wig, big old black guy wearing a wig. Yeah, wearing a pink wig. <laughs> Uh, basically yeah. trying to act like he's a Japanese middle school girl. <laughs> so it was. It's it's, it's, fu- it's so funny. It's funny. Is it's so weird though too. But like, yeah, Lou does join, does like some of her mystical mermaid stuff, and then when yeah. she realizes that uh, none of her friends are actually playing in the band at that point in time, because whenever Yuho and Kunio, no Kunio, end up uh, finding out that. Uh, they're not even playing they leave and it's just you know the professional musicians playing because they feel yeah like their art style had just been taken over at that point point. and yeah. then kai actually did go to like watch and see um and see because like he was in the audience and like they gave him shit about being in the audience but whenever and, i mean not that, really but like he because he sees that she's getting uh spooked by all the flashes and yeah because like all these everything the fact that lights hurt mermaids in this universe and they keep on putting a big spotlight on her means that she keeps on freaking out but then when she realizes that her friends aren't even playing with her she ends up basically flooding the stage and leaving yeah probably killed like 10 people you know (laughs) maybe but yeah that Uh, happens uh there ends up being the third mac act misunderstanding almost between kai and yuho rever like i think the funny part to me is like yuho like is like a character from a drama anime stuck in this weird fantastical kind of movie. yeah well because like she does the thing where she's like you're so selfish kai and like walks away and she's like you're supposed to run out of me and t- tell me the way and then kai just leaves <laughs> yeah well there's that and like earlier on too whenever like he told her that like she can't sing and play bass at the same time because like one diminishes the other she gets mad at him for saying that and then like she mm. acts like she's mad the entire time up until he says that he's sorry and she's like okay i forgive you and then just yes. acts like nothing happened. She's like, I was just waiting here for you guys and like pretending that she wasn't mad at him until he said sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, I, I don't like, they're middle schoolers. So, like, that's exactly how middle schoolers act. So, <laughs> yeah. It's not like weird, but it's just kind of funny. Uh, no, I thought that yeah, was pretty the, funny too. Just like, it's like, now I have to chase after me. Nope. And just walks the other way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kai decides he's going to just actually study now. Uh, Yuho just runs away. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, both of them throw their phones in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, because you get the scene of Kai throwing his phone in the ocean, and they say that Yuho's missing, and they found her phone in the ocean, I guess, and it was, the screen was broken. And so they yeah. automatically start assuming that she was eaten by merfolk. Since at this yeah. point, like they're just like, oh, yeah, merfolk exist, and they're here at this village. That's why we're getting tourism now. So, And they also saw like y- y- Lou flood the stage. Right. <laughs> and almost kill someone. Also, 
I, we almost forgot to mention, you know, uh, there's a point where uh, Lou's dad shows up and he's like a big shark man. Yeah. And he <laughs> just like chills in the town. Well, the first thing that he does, which is really weird too, is because like uh, there's these guys that are learning how to do fish processing and they're mm. trying to wait. They're waiting for the fish to die, I guess, before they start packing them. And well, they have to dad, clean them or whatever. Yeah, because like, they have to like gut them and clean them and everything and like Lou's dad just like pokes one of them on like one of his fangs and they turn to like a merfolk basically and just places them down and they just stay still so like oh like they're already cleaned and gutted and ready to go then and so they he helps the processing go by way faster apparently yeah also like at a point the sun hits one of the fish and it sets fire (laughs) and they're like what the heck and then the Lou's dad's just like, oh yeah, don't don't let it in the sunlight, and they're like, oh okay, that makes sense. Yeah, which Lou's dad can't speak English, like or not English, can't mm-hmm. speak human languages like everyone else. He just grunts because he's technically yeah. just a giant shark in a suit, apparently. But also, like, it really like begs the question: How? What are merfolk even? Yeah, because like Lou looks like a like a six year old girl, just like with the mermaid bottom. Right. Well, but, she. Like, she has a mermaid bottom, and then she also has, like, her hair is an aquarium at the same yeah. time. And, like, when the dog are transformed, they're just, like, the top's the dog and the bottom's the fish. But, like, Lou's dad's just, like, a shark. Yeah, with legs. And then, yeah, and then, like, later you see, you, like, get glimpses of merfolk every now and then, but they just look like sea creatures. So it's, like, what are they? Yeah, they're... They're whatever they want to be in this world, it feels like. They're, Apparently. The, the rules of this movie are very loose and fast-paced. But, yeah. But, yeah, like, um, he does that, and then, like, apparently he's trying to get to, like, a specific building, I guess, because, like, at one point in time, he's walking around the town, but he can't well, cross that's the town sh- hall. Okay, yeah, he's trying to go to the town hall, uh, he, but he can't get to it uh, right away because, like, the light is blocking him from going. So he has to yeah. wait in the shadows and like so he's just like standing in the middle of town basically while a bunch of people are walking past him and it does like this fast forward <laughs> thing watching the shadows reach a point to where he can actually walk into the building. And I like, do I like I, I give this movie is insane but like I do actually like this scene like it's like oh yeah that's that makes sense that's neat. Yeah. I mean I did like that too. I think the funniest thing is like most of the people are just like oh yeah just giant shark in the middle of town who cares and but there's like a handful of people who are freak like they look scared, like, they're just like, is, is that a giant shark in the middle of town? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, all all that stuff happens uh, after the concert, like, uh, Yuho ran away, like we said, and then Lou goes to, like, give Kai back his phone again, <laughs> uh, but they kidnap her. Yeah. And then... <laughs> And well, yeah, because they're like, in a cage. Yeah, they because this is around the time that they assume that Merfolk ate her, and that Lou is gonna know what happened to her. So they capture Lou, put her in a cage, yeah. and then put her in the middle of where the processing plant is, I guess, or like where they catch. The yeah, fish. like the fish, the fisheria. I'm guessing that's like where they called. Yeah, like it's almost like a big aquarium for like the fish before they process them. Like, I, I don't know exactly what the building yeah. is, but I'm also not in fish processing. So no, it's some, it's some area covered by a tarp. Yeah. And the tarp is also like, ele- is like mechanically made to like open and close. Yeah. Like, from it, the top. It feels like, yeah, <laughs> it, it's a whole weird thing. Like I'm guessing like it, it is like a giant tarp building, but like it has a steel structure around it and it has a roof that opens and closes. 
And so, like, during the daytime, while they have her captured, they decide, like, if she's not going to tell them where his daughter is at, then they're going to go ahead and they're going to uh, turn the sunlight on her and basically burn her in the middle of the... Yeah, they're just they're just going to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Also, she... Yuho went to, like, camp out with the person who does the morning announcements. Yeah, which I was going to... Is that, like, her sister? <laughs> like, her older sister? No. They're not related. That's just the person who does the morning announcements. Okay, yeah, because, like, they said that, like... She also went to Tokyo at one point in time, but decided to come back and just did the announcements for like yeah. for the town. They're not so, they're not related. <laughs> she just huh. was like, "All right, all right, random kid, sure." Yeah, you can go chill ahead and just stay at, at my, my house place. and chill out here. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, Yuho goes to stop everything and is like, "Wait, no, you you can't kill her. I'm fine." And then, but her dad's like, "I don't give a shit. I'm gonna fucking murder this well, this." this mermaid it's a pretty crazy scene just because like what like Lou screams and apparently her dad hears her scream all the way across town yeah and realizes that's his daughter his daughter's in trouble and just starts running through like in the middle of the daytime so like he catches yeah. on fire as soon as he starts running towards this tarp so like this giant shark man on fire is just running through the town yeah and like the <laughs> town is like warping around him because like the an- way the animation yeah. style goes with this like it's a pretty wacky just scene. fucking wild at this point like the characters like when they're screaming look like they're melting yeah it's it's just insane i love it but it's so insane yeah. uh but yeah uh lou's father finds him uh or finds lou and then like tries to protect her from the sun yeah like and he like, burns down hey, the top around this area <laughs> yeah to protect her and like he basically just like wraps himself around her while he's still burning and then yeah and then they're like drop a tank on him well, first, like, they start spraying with water to try to, like, get him to not be on fire. But, yeah, they drop <laughs> what I'm assuming is a giant bell around him. They said it's a tank. Sure. So, I guess that's what they, like, a silo, I think, is what it is. Yeah, it does look a lot more like a silo that they dropped on top of him. Yeah. but then They, they just also, had that lying around. <laughs> yeah, but then they also want to, like, keep him in that place. And so they, like, even whenever nighttime hits, they just surround him with lights so that way he can't escape. Yeah, uh, Yuho goes back to the person who does morning announcements to make an announcement that she's not dead and that Kai needs to get off his ass and save Lou. Yeah, <laughs> which turns this whole big uh, scene, which I think part of that, like the whole uh, her dad, like catching fire and going into the daylight and everything kind of reignites the curse of the town, which uh, causes the flood initially, which is yeah. why well, he I needs think, to save Lou now. I think what technically happens is when the dad's like rushing to save Lou he knocks over the protective rocks or something that might be it yeah I think it's so hard to know because this movie is going like 70 miles an hour yeah with everything that we just explained like this is maybe an hour into the movie yeah well I don't I think this is slightly towards the end of the movie but it um, is like this is the last like 45 minutes of the movie maybe yeah so like that all happens uh Kai goes and tries to save Lou. Um, I forget what they do. They just open a hatch that lets in all the dogfish and then the dogfish just spray water at the lights. Yeah, well, that is like, the solution. Yeah, because whenever they open up the silo, like they, he's, they're surrounded by lights so they can't leave yet. But uh, I think it's Lou and her dad like uh, flooded. Or, oh, no, 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 because it's uh, Kai um, Kai Yuho 
Yuho's her grandpa, grandpa and, and Kai's, Kai's, dad. Kai's dad. Yeah, that because Kai's dad never supported Kai, and we had to resolve that plot point right here, right now. Yeah, it, that that's one of those things. Like it, they just jump over the fact that like the reason why Kai is into music is because his dad was a musician at one point in time, but for but yeah. gave up on being a musician, and like. Uh, Kai's dad wants Kai to follow in his footsteps and like do the same things that he does with working in the fishing uh, processing plant and like yeah he tries asking about his music and like he just says like oh like I, I, don't talk about that and like walks away from it like doesn't want to talk about it at music all. is forbidden <laughs> pretty much and like it, they yeah. just like skim over that entire sub arc in this movie and then goes into this yeah, where like it- he's helping him now to like flood this area so that way the uh dog mermaids can come in which i guess another thing we should say that happened too is that where people start going against the merfolk is uh the uh the places in sea wherever like you know they go and they catch the fish and like put them in a net so that way they can secure them the the mer dogs ate all the fish and so like the merfolk (laughs) are trying to like eat us out of house and home and then like the fish that Lou's dad had bit earlier even though they had already filleted these fish and killed them like their skeletons are still like running around town and like alive yeah yeah they're still alive and they're still running around town it becomes like this whole big panic everyone like it's pandemonium basically happening in this town and they're blaming the merfolk for all of this like there's a lot that we skipped over for how much we're talking about this movie i want to say it really goes back to what are merfolk because apparently a a skeleton fish can be a merfolk. Yeah, because they still catch it fire during sunlight. Like they're even after they've been flayed, they're still alive. Like it. This movie gets weird and confusing in a lot of ways, and like it doesn't help that yeah. like they just have to like skip over all these different subplots that are happening at the same time. Just There's like just, so much. You just gotta accept what's going on. But yeah, they open a hatch to let the dogfish and the dogfish split spit water to take out the lights so now Lou and her father are fine but now everything's flooding yeah because uh, of the curse yeah because the curse is happening it's causing like the magical because like whenever the uh Lou or her dad use their uh water to like turn or use their magic to like turn water into cubes and like move it up out of the ocean to like do whatever they need to do like it turns green but all the water that's flooding the town is also green so like it's but it's flooding the town people need to start evacuating because it's going to start you know getting to the point where people are going to start drowning and so the person who the girl who usually makes the announcements apparently is also a bus driver and gets her bus and like starts <laughs> yeah. evacuating people out of the town and then let's luho decide that she uh to take control of the mic mic for like the town's announcements to say like hey everybody uh, evacuate the town get to the highest points that you can get to because the town is flooding because of the curse yeah i think one of my favorite parts about this so like there's a there's a running i guess it's a joke but like that you have to like make pauses when you say do the announcements so the echo doesn't like overtake everything right <laughs> but but there's a part where they're like all right everybody car <laughs> i can't remember the exact phrasing but it's like using cars now is a bad idea and like in my mind just imagining someone hearing like the use cars now and like they're like all right i gotta let's go and they like start up the car and start driving and then they just hear is a bad idea and they're like <laughs> what and they're just like driving into they're just driving into a lake <laughs> just so i don't know just that the thought of that in my mind makes me laugh yeah that's fair uh but yeah 
uh, I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna skim through this part because it's basically summed up as they they save everyone using their magic powers. Yeah, but like, like Lou and her dad are using their yeah, yeah use their water powers to like start getting people onto dry land, but they use up all of their powers. Uh, yeah. People with but boats. Kai goes. <laughs> No, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, people uh, with boats are trying to save people in the town, along with the girl that, like, is driving the bus. They find out that the water is only within the limits of the town because, like, as soon as you cross to, like, the other side of town, like, the uh, cursed water just, like, kind of blocks off. Um, yeah. You have um, Granny Octopus trying to kill the merfolk during this time, and then you see Kai's grandpa is doing something and uh, getting his boats ready and everything. Uh, it gets to the point where Lou and her father get too exhausted to help everybody, but the merfolk are trying to help people get to dry land to like make sure nobody dies from this curse. Yeah. Uh, eventually, Kai goes back to the rock lobster. I think that's yeah. what we're calling it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, starts yeah. singing because earlier, uh, whenever he first met Lou, she dropped one of her scales, and one of her scales is shaped almost exactly like a guitar pick. And uses so it. he plays the ukulele. Yeah, he plays the ukulele. Which, if you listen to the sound of it, it's definitely an electric guitar and a ukulele yeah. playing. <laughs> but, so you know, mag- mermaid magic—it turns instruments into other instruments. Yeah, too. I-, I guess so. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So like that, and then they're like all energized, so they they get everyone through town and everything. Grandma Octopus sees her husband, and he's like, "Hey, I'm sorry." I, I turned into a mermaid, and then she's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And then he bites her, and now she's a mermaid. Yeah, apparently what it was is, like, <laughs> merfolk have a tendency, if they find someone that's drowning, and the only way that they can actually save them is by biting him and turning him to mer- merfolk, they'll do that. And that happened to her husband, apparently. Or not yeah. even her husband, I guess it was her boyfriend or something, because they don't even call him Fiance? Her... Maybe? Because they just say her boyfriend in the movie. But yeah, yeah, like that happens. She also looks like 40 years younger than her. Yeah, apparently if you're a merfolk, you just don't age either. Because once again, vampirism and merfolk. Yeah. Just... Uh, and then the uh, Kai's grandpa like somberly looks in the lake and then like gets a flashback of what probably actually happened. Yeah. It where, tur- like, like, I'm guessing it's, it just is shown in imagery. I'm guessing what happens is his mother was drowning and was bitten by Lou and Lou saved her. Yeah, so if so, his mother like would clean uh the ocean basically, and one time when she was cleaning, she got caught on something. It looked like one of the sunken then, ships had like moved. Cause, like, yeah, that's that's probably it. Yeah, because you know they're all underwater; they're all made of wood, so wood rots over time, especially underwater, and then uh ends up you know settling while under the ocean. That happens. She ends up getting caught underneath one of them, is bit by a merfolk. And I guess the merfolk yeah. threw her back on top of the boat to basically like say goodbye to her son before. Her. I I think it's implied that because uh, it probably was Lou is what it looks like. I think it's implied she wasn't trying to like actually bite her. She was just trying to get her free because right. like she's doing she's struggling a lot, and then just was like, all right, you're you're safe. Here you go. But uh, yeah, the mo- Kai's grandpa's mother. Uh, burst into flames and she has to go back in the ocean. But also, now that I think about it, I don't know if it would be Lou because that would make Lou extremely old. Yeah, but apparently merfolk don't age either. Like, But, like, they kind of do because, like, when the boyfriend did age a little bit... I mean, his <laughs> hair grew longer. I don't know if he exactly aged, though. I think he kind I don't know. 
the rules are not like i said the, the rules so are fast and loose with this movie like this yeah. whole ending thing it tries to, like take all these different sub arcs and like put them in like solve them within five seconds because the way that they do it too it either shows that like either lou was is either lou is like his great great grandmother and was bitten by one of the merfolk to save her or it was lou that uh saved the grandmother or maybe lou's father like it, or yeah i don't know it, it's very all but, over the place it doesn't like really explain any of it fully like it just kind of like no. i think they were trying to do like the oh like you can make up your own decision on what happened here but they just make it more confusing during yeah. this I, it's like they looked at the ground and said hey look at all these eggs we better put them all in one basket <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> But like so, that yeah, happens uh, uh, with Kai playing and singing for the first time because like I guess another subplot that we had skipped over was the fact that uh, Kai had always been scared to sing because he didn't like his own singing voice and so this is the first time that he sang and uh, he's singing and playing his guitar ukulele and it's basically giving Lou and her and the rest of the merfolk enough power because apparently they get their power through music to yeah. basically save the rest of the people and to push back the curse back into the ocean. Yeah, Which, so that happens. Uh, everything's good now. The water's all back down. Uh, Kai sees Lou, um, like just chilling there, and he's like, "Hey, Lou, I love you." And I, it's so weird because Lou looks like she's like six years old, <laughs> but she starts kissing him all over the face and telling him that she loves him too, and goes back into the ocean. And then they end up saying, I guess because it rocked over or knocked over that shadow wall or something with the curse. That now it's no longer prime to fish there, I guess, because like that was the it's whole no, thing. Is like it, the, the, it's not in it's inhabitable to the merfolk now, because to like, the point no they just shade. evaporate or something. I, I don't know because like man. they just literally disappear. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, chances are they just went and found like an, another place to settle since they can't settle there anymore. But like they're like doing a big dance number and then like the song ends and then just all of them are gone and all the umbrellas like fall that they were holding. Yeah. <laughs> so add that to the list of things about mermaids according to this movie. Uh they just disappear <laughs> if the land's inhabitable. <laughs> Apparently. Oh man. Like, uh but yeah, that <laughs> I mean chances are we would need to like watch a couple fan theories and like read up on the Wikipedia and maybe watch it two or three other times to fully get what the fuck is going on at the end of this episode, because it's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, then the movie's like getting to the ending. Uh, I think like grandpa was like, yep, it's, it, you know, the Merfolk had to leave. And then Kai's like, you know, I'm going to find the land that Merfolk can be at. Well, and also Yuho is going to move to Tokyo. Yeah. She's going to move, go to high school in Tokyo. Because that that was another sub uh, plot point earlier around. Oh, they're yeah, asking yeah. like, where do you want to go to high school? And like, people are saying like, where they wanted to like move to to go to high school. And like, Lou, uh, not Lou, Kai said that uh, he wasn't gonna go to high school or something along those lines. So he's just gonna stay there because yeah. like he had basically given up hope at the end of the movie or beginning of the movie. And towards the end, it's like yeah. they had regained their hope and like basically looked forward to like living a better life after that because. I guess one of the things we didn't talk about is like the subplot of this or the subtext of this movie is talking about like people giving up on their dreams. Yeah. I mean, even I think it's a little 
giving the movie a bit credit to call it subtext. It bring like after it's pretty the ham fisted, thing, it's like, but it's, it, yeah. it's a children's movie. So even though it's ham fisted, it, it's like just trying to like slowly say like that. That's how I took it at least is that they're trying to be yeah, subtle yeah, about yeah. it. I mean, like it's it's the general like you know small town thing where it's like uh, the cycle of you just never leave a small town, yeah, and th- that's just all that becomes of you. And I talked to a lot of people from small town. You're obviously from a small town too, and I right. think you talked about it where it's like this really depressing thought of is this all that there is to life? Yeah, and it's something that I had to deal with whenever I was growing up too. Like me and Dry were both in the same boat of just like whenever we turn eighteen, we're gonna like move the hell out of the small ass town and. It didn't happen at the age of 18, but we eventually did move. and Eventually got to it. Yeah. <laughs> but it is something that we saw a lot of, too, of, like, other people who had the same idea of just, like, I'm going to leave this little podunk town and, like, make something of myself in the city. And then years later, they move back to the small podunk town for one reason or another, whether they miss their family or they couldn't make it big like they wanted to or, like, just, like, the pressure of living in a big city just got to them after a while and they just weren't able to keep up with the fast breakneck pace of it and so they had to move back for one reason or another and like it just it does happen a lot and i did see that with the movie and i was like well this kind of falls into my category just for that well that and the music too because something that we've talked about before is that like both me and e play guitar and drya plays drums yeah though me and robbie are much more into like music things than dry is, is i would say in terms of like media like i think we get more we're more interested when uh, like a show or something is about music than I think oh, Jiraiya yeah. usually is. That is a soft spot for me. Like uh, an easy way to get me into a movie is like, oh yeah, this is a movie about music. I'm like okay, then I'm into it then. Yeah. And this movie, yeah, this movie kinda is. I thought it was gonna be like more musically inc- not inclined. Uh, I thought it was gonna be more music focused whenever towards the beginning of it, but it it jumps around a lot, man. Yeah, like. And again, like, if you read the description, you would think it's about, like, them having to hide the fact she's a mermaid. In their band. In the band. But, no, like, the band thing kind of fizzles out really quickly. Even at the end, they're like, well, I guess that's it for the band, right? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, like, whenever, uh, whenever Luho says, like, oh, I'm going to move to Tokyo. It's like, well, I guess that's going to kill the band, but I hope you do great things in Tokyo. Yeah. But so, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, that, it kind of just ends there. <laughs> it's like such a weird ending. Like it just feels like they just decide they just ran out of time. <laughs> I mean, kind of, anything. but like at the same time, it's kind of one of those things of just like everything has changed at this point. So like the story continues, but it's yeah. a whole other story. Which like there are other movies that we've praised for doing the same thing, but I feel like they did it better than this movie did. This movie just kind of yeah. Ends. I, I'm gonna say this movie. Writing is not its strong suit. No, like I want to say, if anything's its strong suit, it's definitely the animation. But like, yeah, it feels like sure. they definitely had a story and they had an idea. But they're like, cool, you're gonna have to take this entire idea and fit it into a movie length now. And so like, they didn't want to let go of anything. It felt like, or like we had to fit this in for this reason or that reason. And so that uh, so much happens in this movie, man. Like, it's so there, there's a insane. lot of stuff we actually just like jumped over even. Yeah, like there's so much that we skipped because it's almost none of what happens besides the stuff about Lou is important in the end because yeah. most of it is like they bring it up and then they're like, all right, uh, you did it <laughs> at the end of the movie. Yeah, because like I it's... said, it, it feels like one of the big plot points is like this place is a, 
uh, the small town is a place where people go where like dreams die, basically. Or like people yeah. who are born here are stuck here because like even if they have dreams of moving to the city and doing something big with themselves, like it's gonna fail and they're gonna have to move back to the town. And then like people who come from the big city couldn't make it in the big city, so they move to the small town. And like that's a whole big thing there. And like Lou is kind of like the representation of like follow your dreams and like don't give up. Like, yeah. It's it's so all over the place. As I watch more like random anime movies, I do notice a lot of the time they do the we they do this weird thing where they'll like set up seventeen plot points and then <laughs> not not give enough time to any of them. Yeah, like fifteen I, of them like, go unsettled by the end of it. Yeah, like we we talked about that during Summer Wars where they just like kept adding stuff to the plot and it never mattered. <laughs> yeah, and that definitely happens in this movie too. Or like mm-hmm. it just gets settled out of nowhere for, you know, the fact that they don't have enough time to deal with that, even though like they brought it up and then just never dealt with it. And then like it just settles itself. Yeah. But uh, that's this movie. Uh, <laughs> that's Lou over the wall. Yeah. It, what wall? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a confusing <laughs> journey for the both of us. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that was lost halfway through this movie. No. My my roommate joined the movie halfway through, and they I was just as lost as they were. <laughs> it's so it's it's, it's a so weird all movie. over the place. I I dig that it's so nonsensical and like if you give this a kid would love this. Oh yeah, like, definitely. Like wow stuff. <laughs> yeah, like I think like, one it, thing that I do I, like about it too yeah. is like the wobbly animation of it. It almost feels uh-huh. like dropping like a box of matches and then like trying to get someone to animate the that same thing that just happened with all the wobbliness of like everything that's going on all at once because god yeah there's a lot that happens at once with some of the scenes like they even uh make a one of the villagers actually makes a point to say that like oh yeah that little girl that popped up whenever they're having that musical number and she was dancing on the beach with everybody is that like it looked like she was made out of jelly and that's the best way right. to describe how the merfolk look half the time in this movie is that they're made out of jelly and just like moving almost nonsensically. Yeah, it it's so it it's all over the place, but like it it's still a lot of fun, and I think it's a good movie to like watch with a with your friends and just like laugh at what the hell is going on. I hate to say it, I feel like this is one of those movies like some people would probably watch high. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. Like that's allowed. <laughs> You're allowed to get high, you know. Yeah, Free like country. it, it seems you, like something like people would get you... people would get stoned and like, dude, what's going on? Like, and the sober friends like, I, I don't even fucking know what's going on, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, of course, we definitely do not condone marijuana use for it's illegal, and we would definitely never say do that. Of, I mean, it's not illegal know? here. <laughs> yeah, it's not illegal here. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> This yeah, is, follow the laws of wherever yeah. you're, you're from listening to this. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Lou Over the Wall. That is a movie for it, sure. It was definitely a movie. Like, I think we're still just trying to, like, get everything. Like, uh, I think that's one reason why I'm talking so weird now, too, is because, like, my brain is jumbled after, like, everything that <laughs> happened brain, with that movie. Your brain's jelly. <laughs> we, we, we were infected by Lou's magic. Our brains became jelly. Uh, apparently, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, let's go final thoughts. All right. I'll go first. Give you a little bit of time to try to figure out what you... What I, will, you I will give it a uh, the good old college try. Yeah. I... 
I think this movie's a lot of fun. It it is like I said, it's like Summer Wars and Ponyo mixed together. Apparently, the director didn't realize it was similar to Ponyo. So that's something. I mean, it happens sometimes. Uh, like sometimes, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you get an idea for saying, something, yeah. and then like someone's like, "Oh yeah, you mean like that other pro- or that other property that someone else had already made a movie of?" Yeah, but um, I definitely it's. <laughs> I think it's a fun watch, but it's not one like I don't think I would ever tell someone like, "Oh, you gotta watch Lou over the wall." I think, like, if someone's talking about, like, anime movies, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'd be like, oh, have you seen Lou Over the Wall? And they'd probably be like, no, because <laughs> I don't know anyone who talk- who knows this movie. Uh, but, like, it's fun. Like, if you like s- movies like Summer Wars or, like, all those kind of campy anime movies, I think it's a lot of fun. If you have kids, I think they would get a big kick out of this. I, I would put this above Ponyo... In terms of enjoyability, uh, I, I I think that's a fair comparison. Uh, but yeah, it's so all over the place. I don't even really know what to rate it. I'm going to say like seven because it made me laugh a lot. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, and for you, Robbie? So for me, like there are themes that I do like about this. Like the fact that it's a movie that does like explore like musical experimentation and like talking about like what it's like to try to make a band with like just some random people that you met and everything that is like somewhat accurate. Like whenever I was in job Corps, I remember I'd actually did an open mic night one time and this guy denies that he said this, but I remember him coming up to me and saying like, Hey, like I'm a pretty good singer, but I'm not, I can't really play guitar and sing at the same time, but you're a really good guitar player and you can't sing that well. Do you want to join a band together? And I was like, (laughs) sure. Why not? (laughs) Damn roasted. That was Kai. You met the real life Kai. (laughs) But he was, was was he 12 years old? No, he's about the same age as me, I think. Ah, I guess it wasn't Kai. Unless, unless he's from the future. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> but, like, there's that and, like, there's other people. Like, I, I've had my own, like, band experiences and it kind of, like, brought me back to that a little bit. And then, like, just movies talking about music in general is nice. And then, like, I do like the whole idea of just, like, you know kind of that hope of escaping that small town or like if you're in a rut like i like the whole idea of just like saying kind of giving hope of like things will get better it kind of gives that vibe i will say that the story is all over the place like there's a bunch of subplots that never get really solved or like they get ham-fisted solved or um i do they say it's solved they say it's solved yeah exactly like just like i'm over it now kind of solved um that being said, the animation, like, also being all over the place, but in a good way. Like, it mixes styles yeah. well. Like I said, it kind of feels almost like Japanese anime mixed with French animation put over, like, a water uh, watercolor painting, which makes for, like, mm. a really cool... Like, they contrast very well and, like, make for a really cool, like, movie-going experience of just, like, watching how they did all the animations for this. Uh, the music's good for it, too. Like, they had some pretty good music throughout most of that movie. Um, I think I'm with you just because it's all over the place and it's hard to like pinpoint one thing or another. I would say this is probably like seven, 6.5, somewhere around there. I'm sure yeah. that like once we've had time to d- digest this and like really think about the movie, our <laughs> thoughts will probably change. But like just coming fresh off of this movie, like I think my brain is still all over the place with it. Yeah. Here, I'm going to like channel my inner Jiraiya 
and be like, oh, I hate anime. This movie is a four because it makes no sense. <laughs> uh, I think I got it. Yeah, you probably give it like a four or five, maybe, <laughs> just because like it's like I mean, it's a movie. It's it's animated. I don't even like the animation that much. Blah 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 blah. Five. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my. Guess. It's like he's here right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he never left. <laughs> but he'll definitely be back uh, next week. Yeah, uh, but that is that is our look at this movie of Lou over um, the wall. If you if you guys want to get a hold of us for any reason, we have a link tree l i n k t r dot e e slash l o i p gives you a link to all the social medias we have where we announce like new episodes and stuff, or all the places we do podcast at, and our Twitch stream. By the time this goes out, Robbie should be back on Anodyne, and I have no clue what we're doing on Wednesday. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So, uh, that's fun. So, yeah, tune into that stuff. Uh, check out the streams for sure, guys. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we definitely have some fun with the streams. Um, but, yeah, thanks for showing me this movie. It was If you're confused with this episode, you're in the same boat as we are. Um, <laughs> if you're confused listening to us describe this movie, imagine watching it. Yeah, maybe, maybe that should give you a reason to watch it, to, like, what do we mess Ooh. up on? <laughs> We put we put Lou over the wall to like number one on Netflix out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Oh man. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm at a confusion on how to even end this episode. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I guess I'll just go with my usual of uh, whether this is the very first time you've listened to us or you've been since the very beginning. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank me, E. Uh-huh. And uh, we will catch you guys on another episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>